you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and would like to get a little bit slyer with us, a little bit cheekier, a little bit slyer, a little bit, let's just say, sexier, you can become a patron of the Sly Guy podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash, you guessed it, Sly Guy podcast for a weekly bonus podcasts, the Sly Guy bonus podcast, the Dog Walks with Davy bonus podcast, as well as previous podcast series we have tried and future podcast series we will try. As well as that, if you want to be a top tier member, you can get access to the bonus stand-up footage, taster videos, other bits and bobs there as well. I'll be getting some, some new material filmed soon. It'll be up there. It'll be a lot of fun and it supports the podcast. With me going full-time in a matter of weeks, we're going to put some more stuff together, some more equipment, some more gear into the podcast and we're going to make it some serious business. So guys, if you want to support that, head over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast for more. Thank you. I'm the Sly Guy. In the name of all things that are holy, what is wrong with you? Me? Yes. No, the other four. Yes, you. The only person in this place is you. What have I done? You You took away 30, 30 minutes to get sat, sat in that seat. What, what are you doing? What has happened to you? There was wheeling into the stands. Right, okay, wheeling into the stands. That sounds like something you could offend a person that goes to football match since it's very close to the game. All right, are you ready to start this podcast? Are you ready to produce? Are you ready to do your job? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Oh, my God, keys. Sorry. Right. And action. Run the intro jingle again. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the podcast with me, Dave Elliott, your your hum, humble host, I guess, in many respects. In other respects, you know, egomaniacal. But either way, welcome. I'm delighted to have you here. Um, I'm feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit strange this week, you know, because I'm sort of, um, I don't know if you would say, in a good frame of mind or in a bad frame of mind. I'm kind of like somewhere in between because I've been like really like thinking a lot. You know, do you guys ever just, you know, maybe think and sometimes your head gets too many things in it? And then once you, like, I have a big head and I put so many things in my head, sometimes I can't balance it all in there and certain things just fall out. It's like a sieve. You know, some things will fall through the way and some things will stick. And at the minute, I'm just a little bit, uh, a little bit up and a little bit down because I've, I'm, I'm, I'm vastly aware that in a matter of weeks, I will be leaving the, the safety. Also, and st- stress and annoyance, but safety of full-time employment and be doing effectively this stand-up comedy and, and writing as a job, which is really surreal for me because it's been something, I mean, I've been working towards for a number of years. Ben, in terms of um, how long you've known me, that's always been something I've kind of been one thing isn't it like it's always been always a a dream it's always been the goal you know I know a lot of people often have really big grand goals whereas for me I've always just kind of wanted to be able to do comedy on a full time basis and in a matter of weeks it's very much the case of that that happening and 90% of the time I am really excited 10% of the time I shit myself. 10% of the time, I'm like, what am I doing as a dad of two children and a husband with a mortgage doing 
doing this. And then the other time I go, you'll, you'll have to make it work. You'll just have to get up and make it work. Now, I wasn't going to talk about this really at any great length on the Slag Eye podcast because, hey, who cares about that sort of stuff, you know? But on the way up, I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast, um, WTF, and he had George Clooney on it this week, which, I mean, if anyone knows me, knows I'm a fan of the Cloonster. And... I was just it was just it just got deep and got reflective and got you thinking about life generally. Do you ever listen do you do you, what podcast do you listen to, Ben, other than this, of course? Um I listen to like three other podcasts. And what are the three? This is it's always an interesting chat there. One of them is The Guardian Football Weekly. The Guardian Football Weekly, nice. I imagine that is it a comedy podcast or Absolutely is it Absolutely not. No. I mean anything with the words the Guardian in it is gonna be quite, you know, serious. And then um, a New Zealand one, the Brain Clint podcast, which is from... Sorry, you just, you, you had essentially a brain fart there, and you went, it's a New Zealand one, Burn King, Burn King. A ZM, mm-hmm. which is in New Zealand. Yep. Brain Clint podcast. Brain Clint? Brain Clint. What is Brain Clint? Bree and... Oh, right, Bree and Two names. Yeah. I thought you were like brain clint no no i was like are you saying i know what a brain is but i don't know what a clint is and it was really confusing me i was having a bit of a brain clint <laughs> there trying to figure out what that was so what what do brie and clint talk about and Just, hold on a wee second i, f- I podcasts are weird aren't they like no. the fact that i'm sitting here in a room just in a in a dark dingy room with another man and i'm just talking a piece of equipment that this other man brought with him. You know, it's a strange concept, but yet, you know, I'm aware of the amount of people that listen to it, and I'm aware people enjoy it every week, and it's weird to me. But what's weirder to me is how certain people come across podcasts. Because podcasts, to me, I have a like, I have a wee set list of podcasts. Now, my the podcasts I have listened to have changed quite a bit in the last number of years, like. We'll get into that in a minute, but in terms of yours, you would you agree you have like a set number of podcasts you listen to a week? The Guardian yeah. Football Weekly is one, which I mean all well, of It's all twice the a week. Twice, okay, sorry, twice a week. Then Bree and Clint. Yep. And you, and I like how you prefixed it with it's a New Zealand pod. Like, so what do who are Bree and Clint for a start, it, and what they talk about? It basically is like a radio show in New Zealand. <laughs> and what well, what what is it about New Zealand that that, that you like? I don't, I don't know, but they had a clip on TikTok or something that I saw, and I thought, like, oh, it's quite funny. Brie and Clint, and they get away with a lot more swearing and things. So it's like, because I listened to a few of the BBC ones, mm-hmm. and they're all just a bit, you know, too PC. I mean, just let, let, as a somebody with a podcast on the BBC sound app, let, let's not criticize BBC, all right? But anyhow, so Brie and Clint, what are the what are Brie and Clint like? If if we're talking, you say, what who's the Evaluate in the Sci Guy podcast? You'd say probably one of the most underrated comedians in the whole entire world, but his podcast is superb. He's a Northern Irish comedian. You would say, yep. what are Brian Clint? Two radio presenters from well, one's from New Zealand, one's from Australia. Now, are they is one a man, one a woman? Correct. And are they together? Is there a couple dynamic? Or are they just friends? Or what's the vibe? I presume they're just friends. Nice. And do they play music or do they just chat? Yep, play music. What, what sort of music do they play? Popular music. Like Lady Gaga and like all Swift the, the streets you hear in the radio, yeah. Okay. And how long is an episode of Brain Clint? Just over an hour. And is it once a week? Uh, every day. 
Every well, day, Monday to Friday. Right. Okay. So and okay, that's interesting. So that's the t- how many more do you listen to? There's Bray and Clint. I mean, I like the name Bray and Clint. Um, sometimes I listen to Mystery R, which is from LBC. And Mystery R, and what's it? Just every episode's a different R. No, well, you phone up people like phone up. And phone up one day, just get advice about screwdrivers. Wait. Phone up the next day, just learn how to look after llamas. You know, it's just it's a mystery. What could it be? Yeah. Well, if yeah, people phone up and then kind of ask a question, then someone else phones up and gives the answer. And it's about 40 minutes mm-hmm. every week. And that's basically all I can handle. Right, okay. So you you definitely are more of a serious guy than I would be in terms of what you listen to. Like, I have a routine and I have to stick to it. So you've got, um, you've got, uh, it's not OCD. Is it OCD? Perhaps? Uh, yeah. That's probably the, the best way to put it. OC Bree and Clint. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have to, like, you listen. To, and, like, what do you get out of podcast? Like, imagine this is like the Matrix, isn't it? This is a podcast within a podcast here. It's dissecting podcasts whilst on a podcast. It's probably just company in the morning, driving to work. Yeah. Got half an hour, may as well. Because I have found that my, if you were to look at my podcast that I listen to now compared to the ones I used to listen to, they have changed. They're still the staple podcasts I would listen to but in terms of like comedians I like comedy podcasts and I also like I like podcasts that I can listen to and have a wee laugh at and go ha that's funny I also like ones I can listen to and maybe learn something from or you know I can be like how this comedian that I look up to what is that like what do they do to get themselves to that level like what can I be at you know so that's Mm -hmm part of the this is why you've created this podcast because it's just a melting pot of all those things exactly well this podcast to me I know this is something that obviously bleeds back into, into this and into what I do is that you get people you get people that love this podcast you get people that like when I come on and do wee rants because at the end of the day I, I do get grumpy. You know, I do get grumpy about stuff. Things really annoy me. I'll not even talk about a train of cyclists on my way to work this morning. I just won't. I won't, I won't get into that because for a second I thought, would it be terrible if I just crashed into all of them and just knocked them down like an automotive bowling ball just careering down the Ballycrocken Road? You know, but I didn't. You know, I, I did. You know, I closed my eyes and like Dexter, you know, I, you, know you ever watch the show Dexter? watched a few of them it's back with a new series called Dexter New Blood I watched the first episode would recommend quite decent but like he's tr- uh, here's a spoiler alert if anyone's going to watch Dexter New Blood he's trying not to kill people anymore he's just trying to be like listen I've been there done that don't want to do it again don't want to let the dark passenger out it's been 10 years he hasn't killed anybody let's just say he does have certain f- like images in his head like he closes his eyes and he you know, fantasise about killing me in a car sometimes I'm like listen maybe do this but I never do sometimes I imagine doing it and I do get a slight laugh like ha 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 never do it though but um, if there ever comes a time where I do accidentally kill somebody in my car or something people go back to this episode and be like he closed his eyes and fantasised about that he did it on purpose but um, my point being that's what people like in this podcast yes that's fine but at the same time some people I, I find when you listen to a podcast there's levels of which you can listen to it like I find what the weirdest thing about a podcast is, as somebody who both listens to podcasts and does a podcast, is that 
you feel you know the people that you listen to. If you like, you feel you have a a bond with them because you know them pretty well. So, like the podcast I listen to at the minute, probably my favourites, Mark Maron's WTF podcast, because it's just an interesting. He gets great guests. They have interesting chats. He's an older guy. It's a bit grumpy, and I kind of feel that. But then there's empathy with it because his partner Lynn died. I near cried my eyes out listening to that. It's how he just deals with just the difficulties of life. And you, I feel like you just want to give the guy a hug. He would hate that, but you know you do feel that. But then it breeds to like when I when I for example might see people out and about at a gig or at a show or something, and people walk up to me and be like, "All right, Dave," and I don't have a clue who these people are. I have no idea. But they obviously think because they're maybe listening to me that they know that's he I I mate to him and it's like I have no idea so I've just got to the point now where I just go all right mate you know and I and I couldn't have a clue who these people are and that's fine to me because I'm kind of used to that now but see if like I'm out with like Catherine or somebody and they'll and someone will be like all right Dave and she'll be like, oh who's that I'll be like not a clue you know so it's a strange it's a strange means whereby you, you feel like you know the people that you're listening to and for me at the minute a big drive as well as is is funny is like listening to people like today i listened to another one kevin hart uh, has a podcast called comedy gold mines where you just enter or as he says every week where we get into the minds of great comedians and this week he was talking to seth rogan who is somebody i i enjoy immensely and someone whose career i like i like the writing side of things you know i like to do that i like to dabble in production i'm interested in a lot of stuff so hearing him ask interview him and be like yeah i do all these different things i wasn't the world's best stand-up i found other things i was better at and i enjoyed more and you know it's about sort of finding what works best especially for me now i am as i said at the very start and less than a month away from effectively doing what is my my biggest career goal ever you know something i've been almost dreaming about for years and it's a very surreal, scary feeling to think that in a month this is, you know, this is how you have to feed your family and pay your mortgage. And I'm very excited about it, but I know it's going to be, there will be ups and downs. And as somebody who has had difficulty with their their mental health over the years, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit um, scared about it, you know, in terms of, I think, like, what happens if, we don't hit the ground running, you know, what happens if Ulster Hall's a damp squib for toxic, what happens if um, no work comes for a couple of months, you know, what, how will we cope? And it's about not telling myself that's going to be the case, you know, it's about saying, right, we need to get busy, we need to get working, we need to be positive, we need to make things happen, but at the same time, not panicking if it doesn't happen straight away. And that's been an interesting feeling the closer I've got to it the more I'm like oh wow like I feel like on, on the 10th of December is my last day in work now albeit it is a year I could end up going back hopefully I won't in my head I'm like I'm done that's me done I feel like that's me done I feel like um this is what I will be doing for the rest of I'm, I say the rest of my life not the rest of my life until I want to retire that's probably more appropriate time because let me put it out there I would like to retire with a nice body of work underneath me wouldn't, wouldn't we all love to retire nice body underneath us but I mean that's kind of how I feel and it's and it's weird you know it's definitely a weird 
a weird feeling to, to be so close to something and not really know what's going to happen. Now, in the last week, for whatever reason, whatever the reason is, the ticket sales to my Ulster Hall show have taken a big jump and it's like, whoa, to the point where I got a phone call from uh, the promoters today being like, Dave, we are opening the balcony this week, which made me go, wow. Because, again, this is, a, I mean, this is last week's podcast was a total... Um, it was a bit of a shift, wasn't it, from the normal? It just went down a weird avenue. This week is kind of a. I guess this is probably so far be more like what the Patreon podcast is. You know, more kind of this this is me stuff than than usual. But um, I just feel like you know, I you book these things and you think, why the hell not? Let's give it a rattle and we'll see. What's the worst that can happen? If you fail, at least fail with your head held high. That's a, a big belief of mine. And I felt like during the pandemic, when I booked this Ulster Hall show, it, it felt like it was so far away. And I remember when I told Catherine about it, she went, oh, don't tell me this. I'll just worry for you more than anything. And I worried myself a bit, but I never really let it let it show. And now that people are actually buying tickets and coming to see the show... It's 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 really humbling, actually. You know, joking aside, it is really like fuck me. This is wild. Um, and if it, you know, if I like initially, I thought if I have the ground, if I, I sell enough to have a, a busy ground floor, that's a start. Something to aim to beat next year if we do it again. To actually have the balcony opened is insane. You know, that's madness for me. If we were to fill the balcony, I think it would just blow my mind. Because again, all I've been focusing on this whole time in the show is making sure the R is as good as it can be. So now it's getting closer. You are starting to reflect a bit. Um, and a wise man once said, and by the wise man I mean me, um, when I was crossing the Brooklyn Bridge in New York, we walked to about, it felt like we were walking for hours. And we just kept plowing forward, being like, look how far away that end of this bridge is fuck me my wee feet are blistered I need a pint get me to end this bastard bridge but then I stopped for a minute was it because I had sore feet probably need to take my healer yes but that doesn't matter because I stopped and then I looked back and I realised it was like five times further we have we have come than we have to go and that's been something that's really been sticking in my head and I said and said to Catherine to the point that she probably wants to divorce me as I said sometimes in life you need to stop what you're doing and appreciate where you've come to get where you're going rather than just always looking ahead being like that's so far out of reach sometimes you need to take a step back look behind you and go it's all right and that's the message I want to say to myself maybe rather than everybody else just to say listen I'll be all right I hope I hope it goes great you know i hope whatever we are cooking up here for patreon will will get the people on board i hope whatever i'm going to be doing in the next year people will want to see i hope my comedy i hope my ulster hall show is up to expectation all i can do is work as hard as i can to hope that how far i've come so far it'll get to me to where i need to be and yeah it's 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 an exciting time it's a terrifying time and also it's it's kind of time to you know do a big shit on that toilet or get off and wipe your bum and i think you know all i'm going to say is a full boils i'm ready to shit farting's over get ready for skid marks because <laughs> davy's bringing the shit
All right. So there we go. That's all I wanted to say this week. That it's less than a month till till this is, this becomes a reality. And in uh, well, something that I don't want to be. Like I don't want, I'm not going to be with some doing like the big post on, on Facebook or Instagram being like, oh, look what an achievement this is because I don't look at it as an achievement. It's one step further to where I want to be. I'm buzzing that it is the case, but a lot of work to do, you know, and I, and I don't, I'm not like, you know, although people know I'm a hype beast because I love to walk, I'm not a hype beast. I don't like to hype things up. I find almost, you, you know the phrase, um, what, what is this? It's not delusions of grandeur because I definitely have those as well. But you know the one where you're like, imposter syndrome, is it? Where you're like, I don't like to do all this. I don't like all this shit. So, you know, I just like to be silly and have a, uh, and have a dopey time. Try to make people... That's ultimately my goal. If I can have a job where I get paid to just make people laugh and have a good time, is there anything better than that? No. So there we are. You know, that's... I don't know. Is this... Is it Ben... You're the, you're the man on the mic. Is that is is should we restart this podcast? Should this be something we should just start again? Is this this is not what the people want? Is it? I I just you know? cut that down about two minutes. Right. Okay. Well, you cut that down because I, again, I don't want to be an inspiration guy. I don't want to be be like, oh look at me, I'm great. I'm not. You know, I just want to be straight with people that yes, in the next few weeks, the podcast could get erratic. It could get scatty because there's times I could be coming into this podcast. Tell them, oh, I need to be up here. There could be times that I'm down here because ultimately I'm a guy who has sometimes struggles with knowing where their mood and anxiety levels are and how to control that and how to project an energy. And maybe we start drinking weekly in the podcast. Maybe that's something we do. I don't know. But just so you guys know as a, as as listeners what the this next few weeks may be and I tell you what they are in the meantime busy as frig because I am still doing the day job I am trying to do as many gigs as I can and it's it's hectic but again it's what we it's what we want to do baby so let's enjoy it and worst case scenario if I need to get extra work let's just say I've got callous knees if you know what I mean Spend a lot of time on my knees. I can get down there again. I can earn money. As as actually a joiner, so qualified joiner. We're all good. And that was it. And that all came about from listening to Mark Maron talking to, talking to um George Clooney and listening to um Kevin Hart talk to Seth Rogan. So they have it. But mainly what, what the last epiphany was, the last thing I listened to before I left my car to come do this podcast was George Clooney say he's just turned 60 and life is short and he wants to spend time with his kids. And then next thing you know, the older you get, the faster time flies by. The older I've got, every time flies by. I've got a four-year-old very soon and where's that gone? Um, it's wild. It's, it is wild that that's what happens. And sometimes I just think, you know, Am I just gonna die? Like, am I just gonna so my, my body just gonna, I'm just gonna have a heart attack and die, and it gives me panics, you know? And then it's which is probably not good for my heart thinking that and then panicking about it, going ah. <laughs> so we'll try to do our best. And since we're talking about stuff, I'll talk about the Ulster Hall. Uh, I said like genuinely been humble this week with the amount of tickets that have just randomly gone on a just random week. It's less than a month now. I'd love to see you there. And um, Ben could put a wee graphic up here just so you can see that the tickets are on the way out. The balcony may very well be open 
as an option by the time this podcast comes out. If not, it will be by Friday. And that in and of itself is something that a little um a little uh, anxious daddy is really chuffed with. I'm proud about. So yeah, hope to see you there. And next week I'll be back the full capacity ranting, effing and blinding, giving off about things. And that'll be it. So there we are. Please buy tickets. Links are in all my bios. Um while you're at it, if you like the podcast, rate and review it. That'd be nice too. Um let me see. You know what? I'm gonna take a wee break for a wee second, just have a wee bit of water and just refocus my energy if that's alright. And then come back in with some sponsor reads and the slide dig and the questions. Back in two. <laughs> I'm back. Listen, did I drink some water? Did I do something with a little bit more of a bang to it? Who knows? But we're back anyway. And you know what that means when we're back? We're back reading the sponsor reads. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Tried to do the, the Macho Man Randy Savage there, but I, I'm going to do it. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Really hurts my throat. You shouldn't have done that before I do a sponsor read. Anyway, the Sly Guy podcast could not be prouder to say that it's brought to you by the one, the only, Fat Bastard Burger and Banger. Now, Fat Bastard Burger is the sister company of our longtime friends and sponsors, Bebe Adriano's. What is Fat Bastard Burger, I hear you ask, Ben? What what is it? What is Fat... What, let me, what is Fat Bastard fat Burger? Fat Bastard Burger is saying... Get fucked with your thin patties. We don't want thin patties. We want fatties. We want fat Wagyu burger beef. Just the most luxurious, fattest, delicious burgers going. And this is what these guys are all about. Delicious food. You know what Bebe Adriano's, we stand over it. Fat Bastard Burger is the same. They have a wide range of thick Wagyu burgers as well as having some delicious chicken burgers. And for those of you that are a little bit weird and don't really like meat for whatever reason, vegetarians, vegans, all that kind of weird stuff, they've got an option for you too. They have a wide range of burgers, the Fat Bastard Burger, the Cheesy Fat Bastard Burger, the Porky Fat Bastard Burger. If you want something a little bit spicy and Mexican, the Ringo Stingle Burger. If you want to try something a little bit more opulent and gamey, they've got the fattest fuck duck for you. And if, listen, if you want to say to yourself, I don't know if I want beef, keep your beef. I'm not interested in your beef. It sounds vulgar. They've got cock for you too because a Fat Bastard Burger, they are crazy for cock with the crazy for cock burger. Now, again, as I said, if you're a little bit weird, like my wife who's a vegetarian, a bit weird, um, they've got the option of the Collie Dart and Quinoa Burger as well, which is equally delicious. Not that I know because I've not tried it. I've only tried the meat only. I've tried all of them and they are gorgeous. Fat Bastard Burger are changing the burger game in North Down and countrywide. So get yourself to Fat Bastard Burger at Bebe Adriano's and see what all the fuss is about. And speaking of Bebe Adriano's, tis the season to be jolly. It isn't. It's far too early for Christmas, but I'll make an exception in one case, and that's for Bebe Adriano's festive Christmas wrap. Ben, answer me this. Do you know what's in the festive Christmas wrap at Bebe Adriano's? Do you? Do you know? No, but could you tell me? 
Oh, you better believe it. I can tell you, brother, it's turkey, sausage, stuffing, all the works in a wrap, Christmas, delicious. They sell out of it every single time. Every time they sell out that. So if you want to be stuck out and have a shitty Christmas, if you want to just be like like Tiny Tim before he gets the big fat turkey, just you sit at home and just miss out. But if you want to be Tiny Tim with the big fat turkey and you want Ebenezer Scrooge to give you a wee hug, get yourself to Bebe Adriano's. You can get their app. It's a bespoke app for Fat Bastard Burger, bespoke app for Bebe Adriano's to get you 10% off your first order. And... If you want to just go old school, Ben, well, how do you, how do you get in touch with them? Do you use the app or what do you do? I use the app. You use the app. Well, I'm a bit older than you, so I am a bit more old school. I ring them on 028-9147-9988. That's 028-9147-9988. And when they answer, go, listen, Davey sent us. I'm not guaranteeing you get anything for free. But you might get a wee lanyard. Shh, say nothing. Fat Bastard Burger and Bebe Adrianos thank you for the support the Sly Guy podcast is also brought to you by Modest Beer Modest Beer have been down here from day one making delicious beers for you they're making IPAs lagers, stouts you name it they make it and tell you what it's better than any other beer that you've had if you want to know more about Modest you can check them out on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer or you can go onto their website www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockist. And as Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, what are you waiting for? You're crazy. Get the fuck away from me. Ah. If he's like in the shower and someone just intrudes. Anyway, that's the sponsor reads this week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Right, let's do a slight dig. Ben, what about that for a change? Let me see what people have suggested this week. For anyone who doesn't know what the slide dig is, it's a new segment we have on the podcast whereby our patrons get to suggest things that annoy them. See if I share in it and if I want to, you know, give a slide dig to what they are suggesting. So um, this week, there there's some good suggestions this week, things that, I, that would annoy me. Now, as I said earlier, I want to start off cyclists. I mean... I want to say they are potentially worse than the sea swimmers, the cyclists, only because they can't go the speed limit. And I think that if you're going to be on the road, you have to be on something that can go the speed limit, whether that means if you're running at 60 miles an hour, respect. If you're cycling in a car, go the speed limit. Otherwise, you know. And also, don't be a member of a cycling club, you fucking nonce you know don't pedos do that you know why because it's pervy to wear all that tight stuff like why do cyclists have to wear tight stuff is that a thing like unless you're in the Tour de France I don't think these guys are in the Tour de France I think they're in the Tour de Nantes and they shouldn't be wearing those skin tight outfits with their big fat holes cycling up the country roads in North Down stopping me from getting coffee ASAP you know what I'm saying so that's what what my suggestion would be this week. Stupid cyclists that cycle in bunches. Now, what's the deal? Is it should they cycle side by side or in front of each other? What what what's the official rules? It strikes me something you would know more about than Is I. It not you have for their own safety, right? Two because they're yeah. the same with the car. Yeah, I thought that's so the car could go around them. But these fuckers are like I don't know, it's twos and ones or in lines. There's a fucking big, big fucking herd of them. And I think when there's a herd of them, you should be like, listen. It's kind of like back to the wild Serengeti here. 
survival of the fittest. You guys shouldn't be on the road. I'm going to take you off. Um, but anyway, it's, this is not what's been suggested this week. Lewis has suggested people who think they're better for doing things early in the morning, like going to the gym at 5 a.m. Now, Lewis, I just want to point out, that is very much something I would do. Um, in the olden days, when I actually was a member of the gym and hadn't um, just got a wee sweat box in my garage, I would, would go to the gym before work, just because the only time I could squeeze it in. Now, it's like anything. My hate is not for people and their activities. My hate is for people who share said activities in a way that's like, look at me, I am the better than you, and I'm inspirational, you should be like me. I go swimming at four in the morning, I lift weights at five in the morning, I have crystals in my bedroom. Stop sharing things. Like, do, like, Ben, What? give me a hobby of yours. You know what your hobby should be? Picking up your mic quicker. That's something you should you should work on. <laughs> I need to bring a stand on for it. Yeah, I think so. I think you need to bring. Don't mean to don't mean to hire a boy. I hire a boy to hold Please. a mic in front of you. Maybe that's what we'll do for a special episode. I will get water babies to hold my mic for a Christmas special. It's two water babies. Be boy town throwback that. But yeah, what what is a hobby that you do? You say does playing the PlayStation kind of as a hobby? Yeah, but do you post on Instagram every time you play the PlayStation? No. No, exactly. So there you go. Do hobbies. Enjoy them. But keep some fucking privacy. Nobody needs to know the shit you're getting into. And that's like going to the gym at 5am. If you want to do it, you want to pump up, respect. But don't be sharing it. Because then that adds pressure on other people to be like, oh my God, my life's so terrible. I'm a big fat pig. I need to go to the gym. And then you feel shit about yourself. But the 5am gymers probably go once a week or once a month at 5am and then share about it and be like, it's just my life. You be like, you know what your life is? Fucking devoid of any excitement and joy. Nobody likes you. You've got no friends. Nobody loves you. Just eat, be fat, and stop being a dick. But yeah, people who post about it, Lewis, I would go with you on that. Going early is fine if it's all you can do, but, you know, stop posting about it. And also, I hate to call this guy because I've got most respect for him. Hey, Rock, stop training at three in the morning, you big freak. You're muscly enough. Sustain it. I'll maybe just knock his pancakes in the head every fucking week. You wouldn't have to be working out two in the morning. You stupid, lucid eyebrowed freak. Um, Jay Red has said, shoppers who complain that the shops are too busy or the queue is too long, just people who whine over any waiting time. You know what? It has become a real thing of late, people complaining about queues and this and that. Whereas if you were literally six months ago, go back, people are like, can't wait for the shops. To open. And they're like, the retail's been so hard, hard hit during this trouble that what are we going to do we're going to be nicer to people on their backs as soon as the shops are open dickheads again entitled dickheads everywhere like see people getting into places here's the thing see if you want to be vaccinated or not dude i i don't give a fuck see people having opinions on it i don't care all i'm going to say is i think my opinion is i want to wear a mask i'm happy to be vaccinated i don't want to spread my germs to people i don't want to get people's germs that's my choice if you don't wear a mask I think you're a piece of shit. But that's fine. I'm not going to say to you. I'm just going to harbour it inside and be like, why aren't you wearing a mask? Do you have, you, have you got no ears? Like, that's the only excuse for somebody not. If you look like a seal and you've got no ears, don't wear a mask, that's fine. But other than that, I mean, it's not a big ask, really. It's not affecting that much here. But anyway, people in queues, like, see, trying to get into venues. Just get in, go, enjoy it. Stop complaining about it. Be happy to be out. You could be locked down again. 
or just go on Amazon, you fucking money bastard. Which, by the way, I need to go on Amazon to buy um, a strap because my strap from a Fitbit broke. And as you can see, it's very unlike me to have a Fitbit, not have a Fitbit on the podcast. And also, I'm going to buy some more equipment for this podcast because we've got exciting things happening, Ben, don't we? Ben. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Naomi has said, people, you have their Christmas trees up already, blasting Christmas music. It's November. Have a look at yourself. I have a neighbour who has had theirs up since November 1st. I just think, like, here's the thing. Did I say this last week, Ben, or did I imagine saying this? But I put my Christmas tree up in November last year, like the last week of November, because it was we were stuck in the house. We were in quarantine. I thought putting the Christmas tree up might be a bit of cheer. I think it's a bit ridiculous putting it up. In November, at the start of November, like early December, still a bit early in real times. So like this year, I'm like it's it's December, but yeah, see people playing Christmas music. That's the problem now. You know, you know what else is shit about Christmas music? Gary Glitter's "Rock and Roll Christmas" is the best Christmas song. Can't play it anymore because he's an ounce, and he cycles, so it's a shame. Good music, you know. Uh, what can someone cover it? Can like the darkness do it or something? So I can like the song again. It's great. Um. Annie Moore has said, Tupperware loving, leftover saving work colleagues, bringing in the most horrendous shite for lunch. They always writes the canteen off when they heat it in the microwaves. Very inconsiderate. I don't know what it is that makes middle class people in particular love leftovers that smell like dog shit and burger cheese risotto FS. Well, what I will say is, I don't bring leftovers into work. I prepare, I meal prep my food to come in. So today in work, what did I have? Some pesto rice and chicken and vegetables. And it was nice. And it was in Tupperware. And it was quite expensive Tupperware because I didn't have to get school dinners when I was growing up because my parents paid for me to have sandwiches. Okay? Um, but yeah, I do think if you bring stinking shit in. I work with a guy that loves, um, what are those wee things called? Not sardines. Mackerel. Mackerels. And that shit stinks. You know what else used to really stink? I bought this bag in uh, Tesco's, like a, a microwavable broccoli bag. And nothing has stunk an office out more in my microwavable broccoli bag. And Which, by the way, try, get the mic up here. Please say microwavable broccoli bag. Microwavable broccoli bag. Say it again. Microwavable broccoli bag. And again, bag. quicker. Microwavable, microwavable broccoli, broccoli bag. bag. It's, it's hard to say. <laughs> so got a microwavable broccoli bag and it stank the whole place out. So yeah, I'm one of those guys, Andy. So I'm sorry to say the people in the kingdom of North Down, we bring Tupperware. We're the Tupperware kings. Like, say if you listen to this podcast, Andy, you have to be a Tupperware king. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're all about here. Um, I do think that there are people who eat stinking, stinking food and it rakes the place out. Which, by the way, I've started thinking about food and it made me think about a green Thai curry that was a nice diet meal that a friend of mine introduced me to and I really want it. I'm going to ask him for the ingredients and a list to it. If we can find it, because I've lost it. Anyway, there we go. I, I was going to do my sponsor reads now, but we've already done it. How long have we been doing this for? 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Happy days. Listen, you know Fat Bastard Burger Modest Beer, where it's at. Why don't you fucking... What, oh, tell you what. See if you're a listener to this podcast. Here's an idea. Go and buy yourself a few tins of Modest Beer and go to Fat Bastard Burger and get some burgers, and pl- please tag me in an Instagram story where you're drinking a modest beer and eating a fat bastard burger, and that, to me, will I will be so proud. That'll be a great moment. Um, if you want, rate and review the podcast. If you don't, don't, but I'd appreciate it if you did. But as I say, free country, do whatever you like. 
Listeners' questions. Glenn has said, how big a favour does Shane owe you after your weekend cameo? Yeah, I can talk about that now for anybody that doesn't know. Um, I dressed up as Shane's son for like a joke at the end of his um, SSE shows. And yeah, it was a weird thing to do. I'm glad I did it because I got a good laugh for him. But ultimately, um, looking back on it, not a sweet look for me. So... But listen, it's all good fun. He doesn't owe me anything. It was great to be there and share in my best friends. Um, you know, crowning moment. You know, he, he did fucking brilliant. I was really chuffed for him, really proud of him. He did two smashing shows in the SSE. He killed it, standing ovations. And, you know, me dressed like a giant baby. I'd do it every day of the week if that was... Um, if that was what he was doing, you know, if, if he was killing it that hard, all the hard work paying off for that, you know, it's a, it's a slight sacrifice to dress up like a giant baby with very hard nipples because it was very cold. Um, so he owes me nothing. I'm just happy to share in the moment with him, my, my friend. And Naomi has said, what quote or saying do people spout that's complete bullshit? I mean, there's so many. Like, let me just... F- I'm going to go on a page of somebody... Um. Yeah, Donna Trainer quit the BBC. That's weird. She won't say why. I wonder what that's all over. Um, be, I would be king to find that out. Um, so if anybody knows, um, what have I, what have I been listening to last on Instagram? Look at these guys. The, I was listening to the original guys. You know your favorite people, Ben. Cause I'm an island boy. They've actually got bell ends dyed into their hair as well now, which is pretty sweet. Um, so let me go and look at somebody who, yeah, it's inspirational people. You know, here's the thing: there are inspirational people in the world, but everyone doesn't have to be inspirational. And a lot of people aren't inspirational. A lot of people are just doing things and just do things. You don't always have to be like, you know, stuff like imagine the world saw what I see instead of this body that God gave me. I see what it could be. I say, what? Hold on a second. You're doing a bicep curl. You know, you're not Gandhi. You know, you're a jack guy. You know, sometimes, sometimes, this earth, I don't know if it's ready for me. One thing I do know is I'm ready for shoulder shrugs. And you're like, what's that even mean? People talk shit. People who need to tag their posts with like, it's never too late to start being the new you. And it's like, what? It's, it's like, I'm just looking through. I mean, somebody in particular whose Instagram is just horrendous, which by the way, my new show is entirely nearly based upon these inspirational people. It's worth seeing. In fact, here looks like a quote right here that I might actually read. In fact, no, because it's just a review of somebody's services, which would entirely out them and uh, make me look like a motherfucker. Dean McAllister said, top five things that annoy you most about the fellow human. That, needing to be inspirational when you're not, is one. Making noises when you eat is two. In fact, it's probably one that annoys the fuck out of me. Um... People who feel the need to just always be right, sometimes 
what does it matter? You know those sort of people that are like, oh, they have to get their point across? And even if you're looking at them going, I don't care. And they're like, no, you need to care about what I say because my opinion, those kind of people just be like, you, you, you need to find happiness and solstice in your life because you're a miserable bastard. And last but not least, sea swimmers. You know, there you go. It's obvious we got to fit it in there. Those kind of guys. The vibe, the salty sisters of the world and their little crews down with that sort of thing. Ashley Coyle has said, will there be a Boytown reunion this year? No. Absolutely not. Chris has said, at Alton Towers last week, did you win the big bear because you're a sexy big bear? And he's put a photo of somebody who is a fat guy with a beard. Looks nothing like me. I like what you've tried to do there. But I actually just own all the bears. You know, like Queen owns all the swans. I own all the bears. I'm the king of the bears. The king of North Down. And guys, thanks for listening. Turn the frowns upside down. Weird episode this week. Sorry if you thought it was a downer. Um, but listen... Me and Ben are just two real guys, just a couple of island boys, you know, trying to do island boy things. So keep her lit. I'll be back next week in probably some sort of neurotic trance of rant and shouting and angst. But anyway, I'm going to go home now because I'm tired. Can you cut the episode now? Stop doing weird faces. I'm the slack guy.